Today is June 6th. We're talking with Booney. We're doing sharp stats. We're talking Yanks. Let's do it. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, episode 916, brought to you by SeatGeek. We got Sharp Stats. Booney will be joining us. Yankees finished their West Coast trip. They're starting their homestand against the Sox. Is it both Sox? Or are they Sox and Sox. Uh, yeah. How do you feel about that? Well, seven and sevens. Um, I feel good. Um. Interested to see how the White Sox look. They've been one of the worst teams in baseball. They just got Hendricks back, which is kind of like heartwarming and can hopefully change. We're texting buddies. Their locker room. A uh, couple Aussies. And, yeah, uh, yeah they, they still have some starting pitchers. Like, we're going to see Giolito, Lance Lynn, and Clevenger. So, even though Lance Lynn um, has been getting hit around a little bit, um, just interested to see the feel uh, of the White Sox. Uh, and you know who's also a White Sox right now? Clint Frazier. So the oh, return wow. of the king. How's he been hitting? Um, although the last time uh, he was supposed to return to the Bronx, his team told him, no, thank you. Um, and that was another Chicago team. So, uh, yeah, he loves the Windy City. So, uh, And then, yeah, I mean, let's be honest. The big thing looming is Judge. Because if we have Judge versus the White Sox, I basically accept, <laughs> expect a sweep. If we don't... Um, I I hope to win the series. And then the Red Sox games, like, Red Sox are fighting for their life right now. They're 500. They're, like, eight games back of the wild card. If they don't go now, then they'll never go. So, uh, you know, Yankees-Red Sox to start the year. I'm very interested to see, you know, how Stanton is looking. Will Judge be around at all? Um, is four out of six okay? Winning against these two teams? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, I don't know. I don't think so. I think so. Uh, if you win both series and it's four out of six, I think if you lose a series. got to start winning big. You know, four and six is, is pretty close to. If you're without judge. Three and five. I'll take four and six. Let's win. Let's get five wins out of these six games. Team's good. Got to start catching up. Team is good with their MVP on it. Yeah. Well, we'll ask Boone how the toe's doing. Yeah. But first, we're talking about a different guy mm. in the sharp stats section. Someone who's been, uh, was quietly slumping, and now that's not that quiet anymore. And if Judge is out, it's going to get louder. For sure. And it's going to get sunny, Jim. And that's why you need to get yourself a pair of Shady Rays. Today's episode is sponsored by Shady Rays. I just threw mine on. Ooh. If you're watching this episode, wear them every day. It's pretty nice uh, because the sun comes out. Hello, two-strike noise. Um, Shady Rays is a world-class product at a, a world-class price, but not like an expensive world-class price, just like a really like a good price. Um, and it's even better because with code YANKS, they're giving you 50% off two-plus pairs 
of polarized sunglasses, durable f- frames, extremely clear optics, and they're basically for life with their lost and broken replacement guarantee. You go, hey, Shady Rays, Shady sat Rays. on my sunnies, Shady Rays. need a new one, and they'll say, okay, nice. Here you go. ShadyRays.com. There's a link in the description. Code Yanks, 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunnies. Sharp stats. Hey, guys. Queen of stats here. And this week, we're going to talk about DJ LeMahieu and his slump. That's pretty much been happening the entire season. Um, So it's been a very un-DJ-like season. Now, just to put some numbers onto this, we can all see it with our eyes, but just to put some numbers behind it, the, his batting average would be the lowest of his career, and his on-base percentage would be his worst since his first season in Major League Baseball back in 2011. And his OPS and weighted on-base average, uh, WOBA, would be his worst since 2014 uh, when he was in Colorado. And it's been even it's been even worse over the last uh, over the last recent stretch. So in his last 15 games. He's hitting just 153 with a 448 OPS and 18 strikeouts. Now, his only worst 15-game stretch as a Yankee was last August when he was playing with that foot injury. We know how we know how much his uh, his production was affected by that last year. Um, but he doesn't seem to be injured now, uh, based on some other stats here that I'm going to make because he's that I'm going to show you because uh, he's making some very loud contact when he does hit the ball. His hard hit rate and his barrel percentage and average exit velocity are either career highs or very close to his career highs, uh, well above the league average. But the problem is, and I'll get to this further, um, is that he's just not making nearly enough contact to be productive. So the problem isn't how is how often he's making contact, and which is giving him just a much smaller margin for error at the plate. So to put some uh, numbers behind this issue is is the strikeouts first we'll go with. Um, so through 53 games played last year, he had 199 at-bats and just 31 strikeouts. Through 53 games this year, it's 197 at-bats and 59 strikeouts. That's nearly double the percentage. And his uh, it's no surprise that his strikeout percentage would be career high, nearly double his career rate. Um, and his both his swinging strike percentages and his contact percentages, so how much he's putting the ball in play, would be the lowest that he's ever had since his first season in Major League Baseball back in 2011. Uh, the interesting thing is that his in-zone contact percentage is only down slightly, but his chase contact percentage is down almost 25 percentage points. Um, so that's really impacting him. You'd expect him to get about 25 to 35 hits on pitches out of the zone with a 200-ish batting average. This year, he just has just six hits on pitches out of the zone and is hitting just 125 on pitches out of the zone. So let's hope that DJ can uh, get break out of this slump and become a lot more like the normal DJ that we're used to. Some bad numbers there. Mm. Mm. Striking out more? What's it tell you, Jim? I really don't know. Okay. I mean, it's kind of confusing. It's uh, hand-eye is different. Uh, I, the shift is that people are pitching him different or playing him different. Like, I I don't know if there's a narrative to be made from those stats because it's kind of all over the place. He's hitting the ball just as hard or harder. He's just – his bat-to-ball is not the same. Yeah, it's, um, it's interesting to me. I um, – DJ LeMay, he's 34 now. That should be noted. 
By the way, three more years after this on the deal he did sign. Uh, we need to actually dive into DJ a little further because if you look at DJ's numbers from 2021 through now, um, he is a 101 OPS plus. So he's been a league average hitter now for, you know, coming up on three and a half seasons is what the stats tell you. Now, 2021, if you remember, DJ missed, does not play in the Yankees playoff game. We find out right before the playoffs, he's been playing with a sports hernia. Um, and his stats in 2021 20, were down. Okay. 2022, DJ LeMahieu, uh, he got off to uh, a slow start. Then he turned it on, uh, and some of the numbers were awesome. He was, he almost had as many walks as strikeouts. Like there were, you could chop up DJ's number that he was a dominant player. He has the foot injury, um, and you can basically clearly see the line in the sand. I want to say it's, it's in August that he has nothing. Um, he finishes the year, the final 25 games, 149 batting average, a 355 OPS. Um, so those killed DJ's numbers because at one point, uh, he's in August with an 827 OPS and a 393 on base. Like DJ was hitting with contact. He was walking a lot and he had a little pop. It, it felt like a really good DJ LeMayhew. So we're now dissecting two seasons in early to mid thirties where he's got uh, some injury history. Um, he felt okay. Uh, he did have that home run robbed a couple games, which really felt like it sucked. It was in that massive Yankees inning. Uh, the only ball that was out of the stadium got caught for an out. Um, and you're like, you really want that? And the other thing that was interesting, uh, in the final game on Sunday, uh, I believe it was in the ninth inning, I think DJ made the last out. He had a liner to left, and he really threw his bat, and he was frustrated. So um, it could be a lot of baseball gods. Like, we're still in the point of the season. Think of some of the players you saw that had 60-game seasons in 2020 that weren't good, that that was their outlier year. Because 60 games can be a small sample size in baseball. DJ's played 53 games. Um, the chasing and the strikeouts is very concerning, and you don't know if that's being overmatched. You don't know if that's being in a funk. Um and the other thing I'd, I just want to throw out there is an uh, asterisk. You know, DJ has been playing a lot of third base, and I know he did that last year, but he's also, it felt like last year he was a balance between second base and third base. This year it's felt like it's been primary third, which isn't, I don't know, not technically his strongest position. It's not where he won his gold gloves and stuff. He's been almost exclusively at third. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I just looked at, so I looked at a spray chart of hits in 2019, 2020, and then spray chart of hits in, in 2022 and 2023, and it's pretty clear he's not hitting, especially I was looking at ground balls uh, and line drives, oppo at all anymore, really. So then I went and I looked at, and I, uh, since we do this, produce this after the fact, I'll download these images, Beebs, and you can plug them into the screen. But yeah, Jake, if you look at this, this is 2019 and 2020. And like, you know, you got homers, you got doubles, you got all these hits on the right side of the field. And this... Do you have a filter on? Because at 2019, I have a lot more hits. Well, I mean, that's just hits. So these are... What is that? Oh, ground balls only. I no, missed. no, no. Outside fastballs. 
Oh, okay. Missed that. Yeah. I first I looked at outside fence. First I looked at all his hits. Gotcha. And then I looked at and, okay. and he has way less hits down the right field line in okay. the last two years than he did there. So then I went, well, what do you think? When DJ was hot, you thought of him taking that outside fastball and like that really late right. swing and driving it. And this is the la- last year, full last year and this year so far. And so it's a similar amount of 2019 and 2020 is very similar amount of games because 2020 was 60 right. or like 50 now. It's way more. Look at all this deep. Yeah. Hits and so he's just that outside fastball is not driving it anymore. And they were saying that that was his back foot being able to plant on it and really sit back and drive the ball on those and have that late swing. But that's his patented swing that you think about in his two MVP seasons. Yeah, I guess uh, in in this year he does have one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, well, and this doesn't include outs. It he has. He has five home runs the opposite field, which if I told you that over 162, that would be 15 homers to the opposite field for DJ, and that doesn't include the robbery, and he has one that's a double that um, would have been way gone at the stadium. I wonder where that is. So I I don't know. It feels like he still has the power that way, and that's kind of what the savant says too. So maybe it's just not as regular, or maybe he's getting a lot more off-speed pitches. Could that be it? Yeah, they could be pitching him different. I don't know. It's not a lot of uh, on the ground, especially. There's no balls to the right side. Yeah. Like his doubles, especially in Colorado, if you remember, was like past the first baseman. Right. Down into the corner. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. The The strikeouts are concerning, and I, I guess especially recently, um, you know, I think he had back-to-back three strikeout games. So uh, he's definitely in a funk, and uh, I know the, the Yankees – you know, we talked about it last year that he, he lost some injury privileges because, you know, hernia to foot stuff. He clearly, remember when we didn't know what foot it was, but the Yankees were talking about it? Yeah. You know, that's that's They didn't know bizarre, what toe it was. That's some bizarre stuff. They didn't um, know, yeah, they didn't know what toe it was. So, uh, a lot of toe stuff this episode. Um, I don't know, at, at a certain point, you got to go, DJ. And he was, he had kind of a a fine April. Um, even into mid-May, he had an 802 OPS. So I, he's definitely in a funk. And it's just, is that baseball? Because his last 15 games, where by the way, the Yankees are 11 and 4 <laughs> in those games. 153, 194, a 448 OPS. Um, so... Yeah, man, that's uh, everyone goes through slumps. Did you have a bad two week slump? Because, you know, going back two weeks, he had an 801 OPS, 275, 344, which we would have said, okay, we're taking that from DJ as of now. Um, you know, we, we kind of want more that now, after this funk, 697 OPS. That's crazy. A 239 batting average. So, um, yeah, I don't slump or injury yeah. or age. Maybe this, a little of everything. This year, all his ground ball hits are shortstop over second base. Like, there's not a lot over here. And this was 2020 when he was, you know, MVP DJ. And yeah. he was just fucking going the other way nonstop. There's, like, very few balls even in center field. And this is every ball in the air is more spread out. He had one, I, I it guess. It seems like he was way more, had one focus here. 
Yeah, and I, I think the um, the 2023 spray chart has an interesting gap in there that I wonder if right fielders are playing them differently now. I, I wonder if they're playing more shallow or something because... That's 2023. Yeah, I've got the, the hits up there because there's just... That is a glaring hole that seems like a spot DJ LeMahieu would hit the ball a lot. Um, and I wonder if... You know, they're not scared yeah. of his speed, so they're willing to give up a double instead look at of a 2020, single. Yeah. He dropped a lot in. Were they playing him way back? I mean, it's that or time in baseball. I wonder and what those hits are. A lot of time in baseball, they've been playing. You know, right fielders at Yankee Stadium basically play the wall now um, to guard against the double and the homer because they still don't care about giving up singles. But maybe against DJ, he got so many singles. They started moving in. They'd rather dare him to go down the line or go out of the park. That's funny. It, it, that's that's much different. Either that's a swing, it's that shallow right field. I mean, you had a ton of hits there. I'm looking at like 15 hits in that 2020 season and zero right now. Yeah. I have no idea the reason. I mean, it's baseball. You you hope it's just a funk. but um, And I, I guess that's where, you know, some of the hard hit percentage um, – and the average exit velo, like, you know, it's actually above where DJ was, so maybe he's taking his A swing more. Um, but, you know, that's kind of not... He doesn't have know, the rollovers. Is, is the fifth hole getting into DJ's head? Being, being down in the lineup instead of a, lead, a pesky leadoff hitter? He's trying mm. to be a pop guy? Maybe. 2021 uh, DJ rollovers. Remember those? That was bad times. Yeah. Hernia. And the whole team had the rollovers that year, if we're being honest. You're looking at DJ splits. His, uh, I, I, I believe a little bit in your five hole thing. Uh, the, uh, where'd it go? These are off an inning, 869 OPS this year. And sure. These look like, uh, a lot of blue pits that he was getting back in 2020 in that area. There are a lot of like 80 exit velo, 70 exit velo, just kind of putting it over the second baseman's head and, yeah, maybe right fielders aren't playing as deep against DJ anymore. Mm. Interested. Interested. All right. Well, hopefully DJ gets better. That's all you can say. Yeah, is there is there anything to relay to Boone about this? He's not going to. He's just going to say I'm not worried about DJ. Yeah. Not going to give any actual answer there. Yeah. Tough May and two games in June that... Haven't been good, but yeah, just make it a bad May, and then we're fine. Make it a blip. The uh, one stat I came across before Katie called in from River Ave Blues, uh, DJ after days off, whether it's a team day off or his day off, eight eighty eight OPS. It's a two three twenty seven batting average in those games. Uh, any other circumstance, so repeat days, that OPS drops to six thirty three. Just so, had an off day. Him and, and him and JD, just you, every other, every White other. White Sox. You guys, one of you get hot. Lucas Giolito, okay. Maybe a little sprinkle on Deej today. Done. Sprinkled. Let's go to Booney. Bantering with Booney is brought to you by Vizio. You guys already know Vizio is the MVP of value you can elevate your viewing experience with Vizio. Remember when I thought I came up with that line, but that was also that was just a Vizio line. They have their award-winning TVs and sound bars at crazy 
prices. 4K screens under 500. Whoa. 500 bucks. Sharp contrast, smooth 120 FPS motion that can keep up with a four-seamer. Even Garrett's? You can catch baseball all year long on your Vizio TV. Vizio Watch Free Plus also offers MLB Network totally for free right out of the box. Elevate your AV for the MLB season. Vizio has a perfect TV and soundbar for you. Living room, man cave, bathroom, shower, wherever you're doing it. Click the link in the description. Get a Vizio TV or 10. Boone. Boone. Booney. Good yeah. to have you with us. We wanted to first uh, applaud you for uh, not getting thrown out. Two two chances, yeah. I think, if you weren't on pace and you weren't really cognizant of it. Arms like, behind the back. Uh, yeah, yeah, very tossable offense. It's nice. So, yeah. good job. You need yeah. to have... Who's the football coach, McVeigh, who has the he has the guy on the sideline that just holds him back? We were saying you oh, should yeah, have like, yeah. you know, someone on the bench that just holds your hands back a little so that you just like Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. That bugs me, the hold back guy. Like he's there already, like like it's a whole thing. Or know what not we, on know what we maybe do. We get someone next to you in the dugout who they're getting held back, so the ump just assumes it's them. So if they do have to toss someone, they go for that guy. Why don't you get someone and you just you just whisper in his ear and then he yells it out loud? <laughs> <laughs> no, just not going to get tossed. Okay. Well, I thought that the the two the 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 swinging strike was pretty egregious, and then that grounds rule with Judgey is ridiculous. I mean, yeah. Is there any clarification there? Do you search it out for from the league? I know you've done that in the past with some rulings, but. Yeah, I didn't, you know, I, I, you know, I went right to the umpires and asked for a rules check and, uh, and they, they're like, well, no, we're, we're applying the rule correctly. I'm like, well, can we just ask anyway? And they were like, no, it's, it's applied correctly. So is it, is it cause he went, I really don't even understand it. Is it cause he got touched by the, the field to play. It's just basically like falling into the stands or something. So can like, you have the Yankees bullpen guys loosen all the doors when the Yankees are hitting? Exactly. I mean, so hopefully they get that rectified a little bit. Probably already doing that in Houston. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's build off of a fun thing. Um, yeah. Last episode. Uh, Booney, we, we had some fun last weekend with some of our left fielders or potential left fielders. Jake Bowers, two-homer day. We, we had a live event. Guy bet on a Jake Bowers, two-homer day, won a little bit of quiche. Uh, we're happy for him really? and yeah. Jake Bowers. Wow. Um, our, 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 what was that? Wow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, our guy is Waldo, leaves, he comes back, he hits a homer. Uh, he was, you know, he was kind of chasing that squirrel ball in the outfield, and, and Bowers has <laughs> had some some experiences out there as well. You know, we do talking Yanks. We've been doing this for a few years now. You know, we know that there's a guy who knows left field pretty well. Can we get old man Brett Gardner off the boat to come teach the guys for a day? And what would it take to get Brett Gardner off that boat to teach the fellas a little left field? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think Gardy's uh, coming up to, 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 to be a tutor right now. Um, uh, we did talk to Gardy early in the year. Uh, I think he's 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 enjoying uh, being away from things and 
raising the boys and, and hanging right now. So I don't think we're getting them anytime real soon. That's, okay. I mean, there's just no one that knows all the little, the ways the ball's going to shoot off better. I think he's got it in his head. He, he says if it bounces twice and then hits there, it's going to go back towards the infield and all this because uh, he was pretty good at that wall. So, yeah, I'm yes, on I'm on of the opinion we need to get. Once we see Gardner walking guys and, and just pointing at the wall, like, you know, they just have B-roll of that, like like judging his dog that one day, that's, we'll that's when we're ready to go. When we've okay. officially passed the torch, I'm like, oh, this guy knows how to play left field now. All right, maybe I need to get on the horn then. Yeah, we thought Judge might have to be the only one to get him a... Come on, come on, yeah. Brett. Judge lets him be captain for a day. <laughs> captain for a day. <laughs> I don't know. Is there anything? I know that you guys take left field defense pretty seriously. Like, there's a reason why you put a, a really good left fielder out there. Obviously, we understand why it's the one spot that's open. Judge is in center. You got or judge is in right. You got center fielders, but it's a little foreign as fans to have left field be the most kind of inexperienced outfielders. You got, you know, two infielders kind of turning outfielders out there. IKF is a third. Is there any worry about that or, or searching for? No, Oswaldo can really play left field. Well, I mean, he's really good at it. IKF's really good at it. They both have range, um, you know, so no, I mean, and then, and then obviously we're banged up a little bit, so you, you can't have it all. When will we get an update on Bader? I mean, is it just still wait and see, not even worth like checking in on timeline right now or? Yeah. Um, he was doing better. He was doing a lot better Sunday, even than Saturdays, which was encouraging. So, um, I just got to the park here today. So I'm hoping he gets out and does some baseball activity and even some shagging possibly today. So we'll see where we're at. Um, I don't have a timeline yet because we'll see how that goes and then and then see where we're at from there. But he, he made uh, he made some positive steps, you know, from Friday and Saturday where he wasn't able to do a whole lot. Sunday was significantly better. So we'll see where we're at today, Tuesday. OK, I like that. We didn't top of the show. We should have asked this judge's toe. Any update? No update. Uh, I, I got no injury update for you just with the off day yesterday, him and uh, Nestor went through their tests and now it's get with the doctor here today to kind of run through them, get the physical evaluation and then, you know, make, make the diagnosis and what it looks like. He had some very odd quotes. They asked if it felt like a broken toe and he said, why well, I don't know what a broken toe feels like. So maybe, which I, <laughs> yeah. which in our heads translates to very much could be a, a broken toe. Cause it, if you would know if it's not. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, he's he's was he was pretty sore um, the last couple of days, so uh, we'll see what we have, and and hopefully have a better idea uh, in a few hours of what we're dealing with. Big toe on the right foot. Yeah, yeah, he kicked that cement pretty hard. And then the yes. other the other big topic, uh, you know, we've been in good moods lately since Yanks have been winning. Is how big is Judge's toe? Because I was wondering if it's like my two thumbs combined. Got anything um, on that? I think it's bigger. No, no, it's smaller it's, than that. It's reasonable, reasonable toe. Okay, okay, it's a big guy. Reasonable toe. Gonna write that down. Yeah, all right. Yeah, make sure that everyone listening, getting your quotes. Reasonable sized toe for Judge. 
according to Aaron. Yeah. Any, anything else that would be a quick injury update? I know Nestor was MRI Monday or Tuesday. Nestor's MRI yesterday, the same. So, okay. meaning the same, like, we'll get the reading and, like, hands-on evaluation and then kind of what's the diagnosis and what's what what are the steps moving forward but i do expect him to to be an il is it chris is it dr chris ahmad that does the final yes. readings okay we're friends yeah. on instagram i haven't messaged him yet but i i think i'm going to so. well that don't like i think <laughs> no not in I like mean, uh overstep my boundary just like sounds like you're gonna try to know any good HIPAA, you know he, he can't tell you anything know any good spots to get a cup of joe in the city i don't know i just want to like cross that bridge he'd say the he likes the lobby <laughs> don't cross the HIPAA line. Yeah, no, don't even no, 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 no. Uh, speaking of, who's starting tomorrow? Are you going to let us know that, or is that a secret? That is a secret. Okay. I'm not breaking any news. I have an idea, but I, I, just getting here, I want to make sure uh, Blake and I are are good to go on everything. And uh, but you could speculate a little bit. So, burrito, uh, Vasquez. Oh, he was fun. <laughs> yeah, both of those guys are in play. When you okay. when you tell everyone, um, and we've talked about this before, when you give Rizzo the day off and Rizzo is recovering, he didn't play in Seattle last year either, so we think maybe Rizzo just doesn't like playing at Safeco. But when you tell everyone, you know, Rizzo's available off the bench, I think you need to talk with Rizzo, Judge Stanton, and say like, hey, guys, you know, we're trying to make it seem like you're available. Dress it bench. up a little bit. Dress it up a little. Can't be mm-hmm. hood up drinking coffee if you're trying to make, right. you know, Roberts over there be like, oh, let's get the lefty warm. Rizzo might be available. Well, that right. was different than Rizzo. Like, you're a little black and white on my comment of he's available. I said he, he might be available. I never thought he was available, but I understand that you have to say those things before the games yeah. because it's gamesmanship a little. You don't want to tell the other team don't worry about Rizzo yeah. tonight. But I'm just yeah. saying Rizzo needs to get a little more like, you know, the act. Judge had, his, Judge had his spikes on ready to go. Yeah. Because okay. the hood was up doesn't mean he can't take the hood down and go go hit. Have you ever sent a decoy uh, to the on-deck circle? I feel like we haven't Ooh. seen a good one of those. You know, I was like, they should have sent Rizzo out there, get, you know, get the pins. I don't know if a decoy on the on deck circle, but definitely a decoy over there, like getting his helmet on and like okay. enough to be seen. I, like I think that. that's happened before. I feel like with uh, the that was a that was a much bigger part of NL baseball with the pitcher and setting someone else up, and then no doubt the starters back out and all that. And we've lost that aspect yeah. of gamesmanship a little. Yeah, you're right. But I, and I think I've done it in that context back in interleague when we had to, to hit. It's like, yeah, start putting your gloves on and helmet. But I don't. I'm not going to send you up there. So uh, we we talked about it in an excited way coming up with the off days in the month of June. We were kind of leading into it a lot that you know over that road trip the the bullpen uh, a lot of guys didn't get get used a lot and that you know that's a good thing we when you look at the end of the year stats some years and you're like wow seven (coughs) appearances all that kind of stuff um like what when you guys are going into a series like ron didn't pitch in la but it also there didn't seem to be a big moment where we were all slamming the table like why isn't ron up if you see on like the sunday game he hasn't pitched in the first two games are you like ooh, if we could get him a little extra rest and get him into the next series or, or with any of the guys 
Is there any well, extra thinking that goes into kind of saving them if if you can? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I mean, especially because, so for example, May, obviously we played a ton of games and we won a ton of games. So obviously we're in winning situations a lot. So I think like Holmes, Peralta, and Ron, I think threw in like 15 games in the month, which is high, you know, which is, you know, probably in a perfect world more than you'd want to go. But you also realize, you know, you're going to have months where they pitch nine or 10 times. So it's not an alarming and, you know, I didn't feel like their usage was overboard, but you're certainly mindful of that and knowing that hey, 15 games, part of that is we had one off day. The other part is, you know, we were winning a lot of games, so we're in leverage a lot, and we leaned on those guys a lot. But you, you try and be mindful of those things. There were a couple times, especially within the within the month of May, where, you know, on a given day, you know, where we were, you know, pitch off, pitch off, pitch off, where we were going to stay away from, like, Wandy from, from doing a – and it, it didn't really necessarily show itself that much, but – there are those times where you get mindful of that and it's like, man, you get a three-day stretch. We're able to finally get – like Wandy finally had a three-game stretch where he didn't pitch or same with Ron. And, you know, you you, you try and um, take advantage of those and, and kind of grateful of when, you, when you're winning some games and you're able to get guys that you're using a lot a couple of days. Uh, I, I think that's beneficial in the long run. Can you can you walk through the Cole cramp stuff? Like when when just for not just that specific instance, but when how often do you check in in a pitcher? Does he have to come to you guys? And did he like earlier in the game? And then you're monitoring as it goes, or or was that like, oh shit, he he lets you know, and then you got to pivot quickly. No, so he uh, in around the fourth inning, he actually ran when he went out to the mound. He actually came over and got and. Slam some electrolytes real quick just because he was cramping a little bit. So it was kind of off and on throughout the game. Uh, I thought he managed it really well. And then at the end of the sixth, I knew he was cramping up like in the months he had bat. And he just kind of said it. And I was just like, man, let's let's not mess with this anymore um, for for the seventh as, as well as he pitched, too. So it was just more of the it was a little bit of a late call from an inning standpoint, like you know, I, I kind of made the call, you know, as the first batter was probably getting in the box, like, let's let's not mess with this anymore. It's kind of been happening all day. He's up over 80 now. We can go squeeze out another out or two with him, but it's like, let's just let's just hit it hit it now. So um that was that was rare, you know, where where it was just one of those days where he was kind of cramping up all day. Good outing, and he took advantage of yeah. the Dodgers swinging early. Uh, is that is that a shadow effect? We've talked. I talked about this and how we've talked to players before, and we were at a game in Milwaukee once, and hearing the players' thoughts beforehand, and the shadows were like on their brain. They knew exactly when they were going to be there. They're like, "We got to swing early before it comes." Seemed like that four o'clock start on Sunday. Both teams were trying yeah. to just. Yeah, I don't early. know. I, I don't think you look at it that way. I never did anyway. I mean, the shadows were always a problem and you hated playing in them and, and you were aware they were coming, but it wasn't like, let me swing early so my next at bat might miss the shadows. I mean, I don't know if I don't know if guys treat it like that, but uh shadows shadows definitely are can be a real thing and and you know, for hitters, uh 
there's certain times when it's a challenge. What's the um uh, going back to Cole coming out a little bit? We 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 did a live event. We were having a lot of fun, and Cole comes out eighty pitches. We don't know about the cramps, and you saw a little head shake from Cole. Obviously, a crazy competitor. What's uh, a yeah. I guess what what will you tell us about uh, a starting pitcher you took out? Because you know, in the moment, you know, we there's a little extra leash for ball players. The adrenaline's rolling. Like, I, I guess has there been a pitcher that was kind of giving it to you, or was like real, real mad that you were giving him the yank? CC every time. Um, no. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't know. Real, real mad. You know, sometimes they'll put up a little bit of a fight or I'm good. I'm good. I'm, um, you know, Sevy sometimes Sevy wants to stay in, <laughs> uh, Nestor wants to stay in. Um, they all, I mean, honestly, right. they all want all, I mean, want, so you want I don't know that I've ever had them. like a, you know, shouting match for example, but yeah, there's, there's different times over the course of the year where a guy, you know, We'll, we'll fight a little bit extra for it. And, and frankly, sometimes they win. And with, with Sevy, uh, it, it seemed like just Velo was a tick down and, and location was, was missed a ton. I, I didn't think there was much to any tipping or, or them being on him. But obviously, when he gets hit that hard that often in the first inning, people are going to uh, expect that. And then some Dodgers insider I think came out with a report saying that he does think he was tipping. I don't know if you're going to say, yes, we found something or not, but look, I mean, we're always looking into that stuff and trying to stay vigilant on that and you know, trying to stay with our guys that do that. Sometimes I think in the end, um, you know, it's just not a great day for Seve where, you know, he came out a little price stuff, a little flat. Um, but, but, just not executing like he normally does and in the heart of the plate a lot. And look, you do that against good teams and especially, I mean, the Dodgers are as good an offense as you're going to see, especially that top half of the lineup and, and they made them pay for it. So, um, but nothing too alarming. Uh, you know, I think, I think Sevy's in a good place and, you know, two out of three have been really good and expect his next one to be good. Okay. I got a I got a, a fun question for you. I want to see where you land on this one. What right. what player? I could be in the team or just any player you've managed. Have you mm -hmm. managed them and thought this guy's a lot like me? Either physical abilities, talent, or mindset, mental. Where is there hmm. is there a guy you manage where you're like, ah, oh, it reminds me of me as a player a lot. Gosh, yes, there is someone, and I'm drawing a blank on it, like. I'm going to think about that. You manage him, so as a, I feel like I, I feel like I said that sometime in the last couple of years. Like this guy reminds me of me. Brandon Drury, Neil Walker, no, Luke Voigt, <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know. Gosh, okay. You meant and you meant like ability wise, like like the way they played the game, or you just meant yeah, maybe kind of skill set. Yeah, maybe maybe that. All right, if it comes to you, let us know. All right, Booney, we, we just had our Warehouse Games Championship in Blitzball. I know, I, I think you saw Rosie while you were out in L.A., our, our guy. I did. Uh, I how did. was he? He's good. He, he's, he, was, he was good. Um, yeah, he was uh, setting up shop there in our, in our dugout, doing some interviews, and Pastor got to catch Noah. up with him a little bit. 
He's a um, he's a good guy. Yeah, good guy. Rosie's a good dude. He's uh yeah. he's on the call for our warehouse games. Um, you know, millions of views, whatever. Uh, if you had to put together, I'm wearing our team baggage jersey. Uh, three guys on the Yankees. They have to play both ways. Yeah. You got to hit and pitch. Three guys on the team. You get to manage them, I guess. Um, and you should know the speed limit is 70 and under. Where we play from what 50 feet, something like that. 47. 40, so 70 and under. Two way guys. You need to pick three dudes that are currently on the Yankees roster to try to take us down. To try, try. Ian Hamilton. Okay. Right. Can I ask why? He's intimidating. I'm scared just thinking about having to face him from 40 feet away. Good athlete. Can okay. pitch and, and can some kind of go get it in the outfield. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. How's he was that? shagging one. He was shagging one. He's, he's a power shagger. He was shagging one day. <laughs> I looked up and I thought it was Bader for a second. So okay. much he moved after, after the ball. Um, you know what? Another good shagger for us, Albert Abreu. So I'll let him go <laughs> okay. two ways too. Wow. Okay. okay. And then uh, we'll go judge just because he can yeah. probably yeah. do anything. Yeah, he could probably. I thought he might find his way on the team. Yeah. We, we, yeah. Think, we think Web Dog would translate the most. His pitching style is, is made for, you know, wiffle ball, blitz ball. Ooh, you're right. Plus a plus five. He's a tremendous golfer, too. <laughs> Gets you excited. <laughs> That's the second time you've lit up saying that. Yeah. Is that what he's doing right now, golfing? <laughs> nope. Okay. Nope. <laughs> He's with us. Um, I want to follow Hamilton real quick. Is there any update with him? I know he was. We're coming up on like the four week. No, we'll see him today okay. here. Uh, he's he's doing well. Should be getting close. He he threw a bullpen a few days ago. Hopefully, I would think probably today or tomorrow throwing another bullpen. So okay, uh, yeah, he's getting close. Cool. So so today, I mean, is it safe to assume Judge is not in the lineup, or if everything Judge clear? is not in the lineup? Um, and we'll then we'll see where we are from a okay um yeah diagnosis day to day what it is are we getting uh are we getting Bowers Allen IKF again Allen. oh no Allen. Allen Bowers Oswaldo IKF again Bowers uh, or Oswaldo IKF Bowers left Bowers right. IKF and Calhoun mm. playing right field. Wow. Dick Willie. First time guy. he's gotten a start in the field, I think. No. Dodgers, last series. Oh. Yeah. Duh. He started a couple busy. times, I it's think, on the busy. trip. Uh, it's We've been, been busy. busy. Everyone's been busy. Lock it in. Lock it in. Well, then Lock that confirms Stanton is DHing. Nice. Yep. Big G's DHing. So then one of Donaldson, one of DJ. Unless you're giving Glaber the day to find nope. out. Okay. Glaber's in there. All right. Nice. You just right. have to wait for the big reveal. Always do. It's nice having uh, Stan and Donaldson back. I guess there's not Ooh. much else to say right now, but pretty pretty fun to pencil them in. Yes, definitely good getting those guys back, and and uh, uh, you know both of them are you know good at bats here to to start out. So that's good to see. Last one, quick. We're gonna let you go. Uh, was there anything? Because you know you had three dudes show up on the same day. It's Canely, it's Stan, yeah. it's Donaldson. You got the craziest dude on the team and two MVPs. Like. <laughs> Did they make a little bit of a show of it when they show back up in Hollywood? Like, give us a little bit well, of that. You definitely hear Tommy when he shows up. <laughs> uh, and you'll hear a little bit of JD, too. Yeah. And you, and you don't hear as much Big G's. He's a little more, he's a little quieter. But 
definitely good to get those uh, those dudes back. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, good luck against the Sox. Six games in a row against Sox. All right. A lot of Sox. A lot of Sox, yeah. <laughs> that Sox. All right. Have a good one, Boone. All right. Take care, guys. See ya. That was Bantering with Booney brought to you by Vizio. Jim, what did you learn? Judge's big toe is regular. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't give us like a long or thick because that's kind of the one of two ways. I think compared to Judge's body, it's regular. He's not comparing it to right. a normal big toe. Like if we severed a bunch of toes and laid them on a table, I think Judge's would still be bigger than the rest. I mean, Judge's toe on yeah. either of our bodies... Would be like the first thing you'd have to tell people about. By the way, I got judges told my body. Where is it? Oh, don't ask. I've seen it. Ian I Hamilton's athletic. That's sh- power shagger. Power shagger Ian Hamilton. Two I things mean, Boone likes. Letting us know who's a power shagger yeah. and letting us know that Web Dog's good at golf. He's <laughs> not shagger. golfing right now. I would have braved. For those people that listen, that for the golfing for the really people for the people that just listen. To the Boone interviews, yeah, you almost have to go watch them on YouTube because his face sometimes tells a much different story than his voice. Can I say another thing? Yeah, we have a chance against Hamilton, Abreu, and Judge. Uh, well, I mean, if they probably can't get under the speed limit, right? Yeah. We're dr- we're drawing a ton of walks, mm. and I don't know if Albert can hit. No. Hamilton, I buy. He'll slombio you. you can, he'll be able to get it way out there. I don't think we have a chance, but I mean, as they adjust to the rules, maybe. I guess we'll never find out. So let's uh, get, I'll guess the lineup, and then you bet that this is the lineup on DraftKings. Jim, we mentioned. Because he gave our, us some insight. Our event this weekend, and we mentioned it in Booney too. Someone had Rake <laughs> Bowers, two homer day, 100 to win 5,000. Crazy. Uh, if you're not willing to get to that far in the game, that's fine. Because you can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. It's that easy. They've got their parlays. Uh, but yeah, $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly with code YANKS. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook. That's code YANKS only at DraftKings. Go check it out. Download the app. Um, Unfortunately, I, I have the lineup. You have it. Yeah. Okay. He gave us enough hints. It's Glaber leading off, playing second base. Rizzo, first base, batting second. Stanton, DHing, batting third. Calhoun, cleanup, playing right field. Uh, Donaldson. Donaldson might be cleanup. Donaldson, cleanup, playing third base. Calhoun, probably batting fifth, playing right field. Bowers, batting sixth, playing left field. IKF, batting. Seventh, playing center field. Trevino, eighth, catching. Volpe, shortstop, ninth. Because he told us Glaber was in. Yeah. He told us Stanton was in. He told us the three outfielders. The only question is Donaldson or DJ at third. They already sat Donaldson in the Sunday game, right? Donaldson sat in the Sunday game. DJ played Saturday and Sunday, so you would guess Donaldson's back in there. Double rest. Mm Mm-hmm. You say mm-hmm at the end. Mm-hmm. I guess the only the only possible funk would be DJ first Rizzo out. Oh, that would be that's, possible. That, funk. That's the only other option, I think. Let's but, see, uh, Lucas. I, I believe yours. Who's Lucas, pitching? Lucas Giolito splits. He does have a good changeup. Mm, what do you think the distance is of like right foot to left foot when Giolito's in the splits? 
Because he's a tall dude. Lefties are better against Lucas Giolito this year, I would assume. Yeah, and, and I mean, heard about and, DJ, and that's why you have you have Rizzo, you have Calhoun, you have Bowers, you got the three lefties in there. Although career lefties are worse, you'll have to watch the Yankees game tonight if you weren't planning on it. Thank you very much for tuning in. We appreciate you. Subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already. It helps us out a great deal. Woo! Baggage boing boing. Go Yanks. Anything. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. Looks cool waving it like that. Wrinkly when it's not waved. Boing now, boing. Looks cool. Keep doing it. We're stealing that. You want to steal boing boing? Yeah. Come on, you baggies. I mean, yeah, why not? Feels natural. Uh, fuck the vial. <laughs>